Hello, I'm Art Fuller, Ph.D., and welcome to another episode of The 5-Minute Expert, where today we're talking about nursery rhymes. Right at this minute, mothers of small children around the world are mindlessly singing along to seemingly innocuous nursery rhymes that, if you dig a little deeper, reveal shockingly sinister backstories. Nursery rhymes, some dating back to the 14th century, have left a strong mark on many of our childhoods, but we often don't realize where they came from. Some have evolved over centuries, bringing a whole new version to modern children, while others have remained tried and true since their inception. From women's prisons and peep shows to wholesome tales of beloved pets, here are some of the origins of beloved nursery rhymes. Take, for instance, Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. Here we go round the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush. Here we go round the mulberry bush on a cold and frosty morning. Sounds harmless enough, doesn't it? You may have even recited it when you were a child. But in reality, it's thought that this nursery rhyme was inspired by the mulberry bush on the grounds of Wakefield Prison in England. The prison was originally built in 1594, and in later centuries, female prisoners were said to have danced around the tree. It is locally believed the women invented the nursery rhyme to keep their children amused. Back then, men, women, and children were often confined together. A prominent and very recognizable mulberry bush was on the prison property for centuries until it was cut down in 2017 due to beetle infestation and canker. Possibly many of you have heard the story behind Ring Around the Rosie. Ring Around the Rosie, a pocket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Well, the popular Black Plague origin story for this rhyme, with the designated ring representing the red rings that would appear on the skin of people with a disease, seems very plausible. And this could very well be the actual origin for the nursery rhyme. The rosy being the rancid-smelling rash that developed on the skin of bubonic plague sufferers, the stench of which then needed concealing with a pocket full of posies. The bubonic plague killed 15% of Britain's population. Hence, ashu, ashu, we all fall down. Basically, we all fall down dead. Others have theorized this rhyme related to a religious dancing band in the 19th century, which allowed dancing without music. A ban on dancing sounds like crazy talk to our ears in the 21st century, but American Britain would have been very conservative countries 200 years ago. And so this ring around the rosy allowed people to hold hands and dance around in a ring without music. And what about rub-a-dub-dub? Three men in a tub, and who do you think they be? The butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, and all of them out to sea. Well, I remember singing this one when I would take a bath as a small boy. My mom would even sing it to me. However, this nursery rhyme originated in the 14th century, and the original words were, Hey, rub-a-dub, ho, rub-a-dub, three maids in a tub. And who do you think were there? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, and all of them going to the fair. Now, according to Chris Roberts, author of Heavy Words Lightly Thrown, the reason behind the rhyme, the tub here refers to a body fairground attraction. 
Today it would perhaps be like a lap dancing venue. The upper class, the respectable tradesfolk, the candlestick maker and the butcher and the baker are all oogling some naked young ladies in a tub. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack jump over a candlestick is a nursery rhyme that first appeared in print in 1815. People actually jumped over candlesticks as a form of fortune telling and a sport. Good luck was said to be signaled by clearing a candle without extinguishing the flame. In some versions of the rhyme, Jack is actually a dog jumping a candlestick. Ouch! I hope no fur got singed in the jumping. The rhyme, Mary, Mary, quite contrary, in its original version goes, Mistress Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells, and so my garden grows. The earliest version of Mary, Mary, quite contrary, first known as Mistress Mary, quite contrary, was recorded in the Pretty Songbook, a collection of nursery rhymes published by Tommy Thumb, dating back to about 1744. The origins of Mary Mary Quite Contrary are uncertain. The character of Mary has been most often related to Bloody Mary or Mary Tudor, the first daughter of Henry VIII, who later became England's Queen Mary I. This is a reliable theory as this nursery rhyme originated in England. Queen Mary was a staunch Catholic and her quote-unquote garden here is an allusion to the graveyards which were filling with Protestant martyrs. The quote-unquote silver bells were thumbscrews, while the cockle shells are believed to be instruments of torture which were attached to male genitals. So when modern parents expose their kids to vintage nursery rhymes, they're engaging with a centuries-old tradition that, on the surface at least, is not only harmless but potentially beneficial. The catchy sing-song melodies help people remember the stories and, crucially, pass them along to the next generation. Whatever else they may be, nursery rhymes are a triumph of the power of oral history. And the children merrily singing them to this day remain oblivious to the meanings contained within them. Well, Larry, what have you got for us today from the peanut gallery? Max Minkler emailed us to say, quote, The top 100 nursery rhymes contain references to poverty, scorning prayer, and ridiculing the blind. They also include 21 cases of death, notably choking, decapitation, hanging, devouring, shriveling, and squeezing, 12 cases of torment to animals, and one case of consuming human flesh, body snatching, and the desire to have one's own limbs severed. Our children do not need to be exposed to these, unquote. Well, Max, thanks for your opinion regarding nursery rhymes. There's certainly something to be said for the dark side of this children's literature. Larry, are there any nursery rhymes that chimps like to sing? Pop goes the weasel. Isn't that in fact about poverty, pawnbroking, and the minimum wage and hitting the Eagle Tavern on London City Road? Yes. Well, there you go. Hey, friends, tell one person about the podcast today. You'll be glad you did.